Welcome back to another episode of the Safeties Off Show. This show, me and Jacob sit down and we talk about the pros and cons of hunting private or public land, and um, it's a pretty interesting topic. We thought of some things we honestly never thought of before, some pros and some cons, so hope you enjoy that. But before we get to the episode, let's get to our first ever podcast sponsor. First ever, you hear it here first, folks, and that is HuntWise. So HuntWise is a map, you know, on the very basic edge of it, it is a map where you can see landowners and, uh, you know, maybe where creeks are and ponds are and this and that, and maybe the topography, I hope I'm saying that right, you can see where hills and whatnot are. But what HuntWise has that nobody really else is doing a good job with is the 15-day forecast, and I'm not talking about weather, I'm talking about deer movement. You can get the most powerful deer movement prediction tool in the world with the HuntCast algorithm. You can plan your hunt with a 15-day forecast of peak movement times. So there's no more sitting around and just talking about, hey, I wonder if the deer are going to move tomorrow. Boom, you look at the HuntWise app, it's going to be able to tell you, you know, you've got a 50% chance or a 20% chance or 80% chance of seeing a deer tomorrow. So it's pretty awesome. Use code KCO20 at checkout. I recommend going ahead and getting the year trial. That way you can scout and use it in July and June or whatever. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed. Like, honestly, it's something I used before that they were uh, a part of the podcast. I found it and immediately downloaded it and set me up an account and then talked with the company. So check them out. Use code KCO20 at checkout. Bro, I almost caught that one. All right, let's do it. We're going to talk pros and cons of hunting public and private land. We're going to start off with the pros or the cons. Let's go the pros. All right, pros of? Let's go pros. I mean, we do pros of both. I mean, in my experience. Okay, pros of public. Pros of public. Big thing for me would be you're not set into a, a specific spot where you can, you know, you can, I mean, a lot of this public land is tens of thousands of acres, whether you're deer hunting or, you know, duck hunting or squirrel hunting or whatever. I mean, you have a lot of land that you can cover and you have, you know, a lot of freedom. I feel like a lot of different game. I think the biggest pro to me about public land might be that you technically don't manage it the trails are cut for you the trails are you know like if they need white rock on the trail it's going to get white rock on the trail most likely um you know you're actually managing or you're not managing the property you don't have to care oh well turkeys eat this we need to plant more of this or deer eat this we need to plant more of this or there's too many hogs we've got to trap them like today we were at a local wma me and travis uh and they've clearly got a hog problem and so I know the game wardens and the biologists probably get together, you know, and say, hey, there's too many dang hogs. So they've got these sweet hog pens out there and hog traps, and they're going to catch as many as they can and get rid of them. So if, like, I, the property that I hunt, which we also went to today, that is mm-hmm. private land, on that one, I know we're just talking pros and cons now, so we may just go out of order, but whatever. It sucks because I've got hogs on that land, 
I don't own a trap. Cost a ton of money. And so, like, I'm sure I'll check my phone in a second. I'll have pictures of hogs eating my corn. Now it's, no, on, now it's on you to it, have to manage. There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, there's something I can do about it. <clears throat> it's going to cost me a ton of money. But, like, the public land is at least maintained for me somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, another pro, but a huge pro of public land is free. Free 99. Uh, $7 or yeah. whatever for the WMA license or stamp. And I guess our tax dollars are going towards it, but this is in Louisiana. I, I guess specifically, you know, what? How much of my taxes go into go into public land? Probably what ten bucks. Well, you don't pay your taxes, so that's true. That's the first. If you if you don't pay taxes, it's free ninety nine. It's free ninety nine for you if you don't if pay you don't, your taxes. If you don't buy that WMA license and you roll the dice, I think free ninety nine. You get your WMA license if you have your lifetime in Louisiana. So if you have your lifetime in Louisiana. You're good. Or maybe it's 10. I think it's 10. It's not a whole lot. But I think now, which we think we talked about this on a previous podcast, maybe not. Justin was telling me that if you want to camp at a WMA, you have to have a $7 camping permit, which I think is silly. And I want to ask, we have an insider, the Captain Game Warden. I want to ask him why that was voted in. Y'all really need money for that? You really need the 7 bucks from everybody? Well, I mean, the... The camping ones, the ones with camping that we know, like, are they maintaining? I mean, I guess well, you got to pay somebody. You got you to pay, they already do pay that. somebody to clean the bathrooms or whatever. But there, isn't, there are no bathrooms. Not at not Loggy, yeah. Majority of the – I've never seen a bathroom at a WMA. You've never seen a bathroom Bond at a WMA. There's a bathroom? But there's an actual campground camping. there. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's All an right. actual campground. Okay. Okay, where you like spots. RVs and stuff. So like, what you have in your head is loggy, where it's yeah. just a field. Yeah, and people just pitch a tent out there and stay there for. Yeah, or like wham break or stuff like Wayne that. Break. Like, yeah, yeah. Those would not be. You're not going to find a porta potty there. You wouldn't want to use it. Dig a hole. Dig a hole. Yeah, you'd be all right. Find you a tree. Mm. Find you a good laid down tree, and hope you got socks on, Speaking which you should. No, I guess it's for another episode. We might do a review video. All right, thanks. God, help us. On yeah. something like that. Okay, good deal. Uh, any more pros to public that you can think of? The management is the huge thing to me. Mm-hmm. The maps, the appropriate maps that you can just get maps. for free when you get there, like, you know, that are already like, hey, this is this acreage, this is this, this is planted in this. Now, what our state doesn't do, because I honestly don't know, I don't know if it's like laziness or we just don't do it or what, but like, Hunting, you know, if I hunt private land, I may not know what's out there unless I have a ton of trail cameras, which you probably do understand. But in Kansas, when we went a couple of years ago, those places that were catering to waterfowl told you how many ducks and what species and how many were there and were they, believe it or not, nocturnal ducks. Remember at that point, mm-hmm. they basically like our deer here, they had gone nocturnal. So they kind of give you their input on it, which is like incredible. Yeah, we, we, could call up the biologist or whatever. We just looked on the internet. We were like, hey, let's go over to, you know, whatever WMA. It says it has more birds. So we went down there and hunted. But a lot of times if you call, you can call, talk to the biologist or whatever, and they'll be like, hey, Mm -hmm. you know, they're it's kind of down this week. I'd kind of wait till next week. Like John would call up to Kansas and be like, or Red Slough in Oklahoma and be like, what's it looking like? And he'd be like, you know, he'd give them the numbers because it wasn't posted online. He would give them 
I think he would even text it to him. That's wild. And, and tell them what, what the how, migration looked like. They tell you the success rate and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And I think Colorado does that for elk. So why don't we doing that? Just, don't say it. Laziness? No. It's just dumb. Okay. Yeah, that's what I called you last podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so I think that's I think that's yeah, most they, of the pros. Pros I mean, are going to be, I mean, just so much availability. And it's all maintained for you. It's all maintained for you. It's free. We've said the same thing like three times, but that's and, it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you get free reports yeah. and all that. So pros of, pros of private are it's private. Private. You don't have to deal with anybody else. You go to your deer stand, no one's going to be in it. You go in your duck blind, no one's going to be in it. If they are, you can call the law and get legitimate help. It's main. It's you customize how it's maintained too. Correct. Maybe so, maybe I like hogs. Yeah. You know, or maybe I want more hogs, so I try some techniques to attract more hogs to my land. Right. Yeah. That and and then like maybe you think that you know deer really going to eat something different that year. Like you really want to plant, you know, something in the off season. You want to plant whatever in the off season. You want to actually grow peas, pick peas, and let the deer eat them. I have no idea. You want to grow corn, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to hunt different types of species whenever you want. You know, if you want to rifle hunt on any day, because you can rifle hunt whenever you want on your you private land. You make the rules for Yeah, you make it, the rules. And you can manage the herd. Right. You know, for deer or whatever, you can manage the herd that's on your property of we're not going to shoot yeah anything less than a four and a half year old deer right or and then if it's your private land that you own you're the only one hunting like you're going to kill whatever deer you want whereas in public it's good luck i might kill it you might kill it never know it's fair game that's that's a huge thing about private and like i'm kind of, i'm not a snob by any means but like a private land snob, especially duck hunting. Like, you go public land hunting, holy cow. Like, you're racing people to the spot. You're getting up early. It is wild. You got to make sure you got everything. I mean, I've told my horror story a million times about me losing a gun. But, like, that was because I was worried about beating other people to the spot. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're hunting private land. You just walk up to it. You ride up to it. You know, the year I was on the lease, the, uh, the duck lease in Arkansas, you just hopped on the side-by-side, dropped the stuff off at the pit, Drove the side by side another couple hundred yards, few hundred yards, hit it a little bit. You get that fear of missing out a little bit. I mean, when we went to Kansas, <laughs> so remember when we went to Kansas that last morning. We pulled in. I remember we, I think we got there early. I think maybe we were even trying, somebody was taking a nap or something. Okay. And that truck came barreling down, and those two dudes hop, got hopped out. I remember John looking at me and being like, we got to go. Yeah. And we ran out to get out there. You know, we're now we we pushed it too fast. Right. We're now we're getting wet because we're we didn't realize how deep the water was. Yeah. In waders, we're start we're trying to hold on to everything. I'm I think we're gonna lose something. Yeah. Because we're we're so focused on beating these other guys out there. Yeah. To a spot, and now now we're even now we're even like merging towards them. Right. To try to beat them because we think oh maybe that's the spot. Because we saw now, them. now maybe I'm having like uh, well FOMO fear of missing, fear of missing out. out. I got to get over there with them. And it it was I remember because uh, we saw those guys the night before when we were scouting. We were both sitting roughly in the same area with binoculars watching them right come down into rest. 
And uh, so then we started going, oh, man, was it more to the right? Do we need to, do we need to kind of scoot over to the right a little yeah. bit? And, uh, but, it, I mean, there was a, it ended up being a bad spot anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it started ended up being not a great spot for anybody. Yeah, because we ended up, that's right, because we walked out of there and we set up a, because we saw geese flying. Yeah, it was a bad spot. So we set up a, a uh, our homemade blind. Yeah. Ended up not being so great. So, yeah, I'd say that's that's huge con. Or, yeah, huge, huge pro for private lands. Like, it's yours. You're going to mm-hmm. be there, whatever, whether you're on a rotation of stands or blinds or whatever, it doesn't matter. You've always got your you guaranteed spot. You don't have to worry about hurrying up to get out no. there yep. and questioning second thoughts yep. of if somebody beat you there, now you're. Yeah, that's a huge part. And that's like. I just don't – sometimes I like the thrill of getting up and hauling butt to the spot and doing all that, and it's fun. It's really rewarding. Then also you kind of, like, stick your chest out at the boat launch. Like, yeah, we killed a seven, you have a good man. morning. Yeah, we killed a six-man limb. We killed a seven-man, whatever. And the other guys, they didn't kill anything. You're like, well, you know, it's because you're not, not as fast as me. You know, you you're not sc- as smart. You didn't scout. You didn't scout, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. But then also, man, I like I like waking up a little late, maybe, having a little breakfast, you know, just hanging out, talking, having that extra cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a little late. Who cares? I got my spot. It's you, all you're good. not ruining anybody else's hunt. Not ruining anybody else's. You go to pri- you go to private. Now you're feeling guilty. Yeah. If you're running Getting late, in there late. Yeah. You know, making too much noise. Somebody else has already settled in. You know, driving past somebody else or trudging along through the yep. field or what? what or to have you or, you know, busting up somebody else's spot. See, when we had, when I was hunting in Farmerville, I had that blind. Literally, you walked out the house. Wasn't even a driveway for that house. You just walked across the front yard, walked across the road, stepped over the fence across the other side. Open the door to the blunt, uh, the deer stand and step right in. Boom. Like a few hundred, bu- few if, hundred yards. If you forgot something. Turn around and go get it. Go right back across the road. Yeah, I think there's I, – I think I'm going to enjoy this year the most because uh, just kind of let everybody have a look inside of what we kind of got planned is Travis and I, who has yet to be on this show since the first episode of all time. True. And everybody yeah. loves Travis. Everybody loves Travis. Need to get Travis on. So, but anyways, Travis wants to kill a deer on public land. And this was already kind of planned that me and him wanted to do that. Something we've never done. We never even deer hunted public land other than I did like one time when I was like 17, but not counting it. And then also two guys that we've added into stuff now, Justin and Jordan. They also like got off their leases. Jordan said he's taking a sabbatical from his lease. Fancy word for sitting here out. Mm. Uh, and him and Justin are going to try to kill some deer on public land. So I was like, you know, let's make a challenge. I know y'all are going to beat us because they're going to work way harder than me and Travis, mm-hmm. most likely. We're going to get a little lazy, probably sleep in, whatever. Uh, but so we're going to ch- – I don't know, like, what we're risking or if we're going to risk anything, but, like, it's a challenge to kill a, a deer on public land. Also, I don't know if it's, like, can I kill like a one and a half year old or do I have to wait, you know, three and a half year old doe or mature doe, older doe, or has to be this many, this big of a buck. I don't know. But so I think this year for me is going to be the most fun just because I'm going to have to get, I'm going to get to hunt public land. 
And I still got a little private on the, you know, a little private over got here. A little, got a little uh, yeah. side piece of land yeah, over here. Yeah, a little side piece of land. Side piece of land over there. A little sneaky link over yeah, there. Yeah, so that I can just kind of... It, it is nice to have private land, too. You're like, I don't feel like dealing with it. Oh, I'm a little late, like you said. Like, it's in the afternoon. I can sneak in a little hunt. Like, I might go sit on the stand for an hour and then roll out. So, that's a, obviously a huge pro. Yeah, you don't have to worry about, like, if I, the same thing. If I'm running late... I don't have to worry about is somebody already there. Right. Right. Like right in my spot. Right. So yeah, I'm excited. It is fun too, like public land today, we you know, with scouting with Travis. If you don't have a huge plot of land, you may not get to see all of the different elements. This is real nerdy what I'm about to say. You may not get to see all the different elements of a deer's life. Mm-hmm. Meaning like it, it's whole day to day. You, for instance, I'm thinking of my family land in Castor. I don't know if a whole lot of deer bed up on that track of land. I think they bed up somewhere else where it's a little thicker with more brush. And I think they can go to different properties around to feed, mm-hmm. you know, or like a buck can go around to chase. He may not just necessarily be on this plot no, of land. You know, if, but, you don't, if you don't have, you know, five, six, seven hundred, a thousand acres or something, yeah, you might, yeah. your property might or whatever property you're leasing or, yeah. you know, have permission to hunt, you might just have, you know, their the bedding area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're trying to catch them coming back in, you know, in the morning. Yeah. Or you're catching them leaving in the, it, you know, yes. in, leaving in the afternoon or whatever. But if they're going the opposite way, you'll never see them. It's yeah. Hard, it's, hard, it's harder to pattern. Right. Like, it was cool to you only have one part, one part of it. Right. It was cool today to get to go out and actually see, like, oh, something has bedded up here. Look at this grass, Travis. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it's laid over. Oh, look here. There's, you know, here's, here's some acorns. Here's, and here's an oak tree. Like, oh, I bet they feed over here. Whereas if you go to, I mean, if you go to my lease or, any, you know, whatever, our family land, there's going to be a corn pile. There's going to be a box stand. That's where I'm going, regardless. It's not, I mean, it's fun. It is still a challenge. I still have to make the shot. I still got to have the discipline to go and, I guess, to corn up, you mm-hmm. know, and to put the work in and put the time in. But, I mean, hunting on public land, I had to, like, we, we tried to find a food source, tried to find where they're bedded up at, you know, things like that, to actually think through the deer's day. And when you think about it like that, it's pretty, pretty well, cool. A lot, of, a lot of times people on private land, they're, tr- they're basically just trying to trick the deer and, okay, come here and eat. Yeah. And I'm going to sit over here. And try to shoot you. Yeah. Come, I'm a tricky into coming here. And come during the day. Just come during the day is all I ask. Yeah. Where public land, you're doing a whole lot more work. And not only that, but you also have 150 or more other dudes who are trying to do the same thing. Right. And I guess we still, we really didn't talk about the con. We talked, we, the big con for private is that it costs a lot of money. It can cost a lot of money. It can. Now, if you have a lease or whatever, you know, a little cheaper having a lease or you get permission to hunt with somebody else right. or somebody else's. But like, if you own the land, I mean, if you own the land, there's so many more, I guess, benefits to it. You know, a lot of yours. A lot more responsibility. And, and it doesn't, there's two ways to look at it. It's my land. I'll do what I want with it. Yeah. For as long as I want with it. It's forever going to be mine or whatever. You know, or you can make, putting a lot of money into it to make it the way you want. Right. It's ultimately going to benefit benefit you. But if you're on a lease, you know, sometimes there's a lot of rules. Yeah. The rules suck about a lease. 
like sometimes if you're on a lease, like you can't get to a stand at, you know, if you're late, you're late, you can't go. Mm-hmm. They give you like demerits or some crap or like sometimes deer have to have X amount of antlers on each side or it has to be X amount of years old or whatever. I mean, there's pros and cons of both. Honestly, I think you need a good mix. I think it's fun to do both. Just don't right. let yourself like you're going to get this is really lame too, kind of, but you're going to get complacent in one or the other, possibly. Right. Like you don't like you can't just keep doing the same thing. I mean, I guess you can and expect to have as much fun every single time. It's fun. Don't get me wrong, but it is fun too to like just do the different things. So, so when I'm thinking of private land and lease and stuff, I keep thinking back to the lease in Lake Village. Yeah. The duck lease. Yeah. Where it costs a significant amount of money. A lot of money. Where you're almost glued to that. You are mm-hmm. married to that. You've committed to that much money that if I have the chance to go duck hunting. You got to go there. You got to go because you got to make it worth it. Yeah. You know, you got to justify that cost because if you only go, say it's $1,000, you only go three times, you start going, that's 333 The ultimate FOMO. Like, if you don't go to your lease and they limit out, you're like, crap, I should have went to the thing I paid for. Yeah, I mean, you start doing the math, like, it took, you know, I only went, so really I only, you know, it was $333 to go there. Right. You know, or for Plus the license, plus the gas, plus all the other stuff. It it gets wild. So you're married to it, or you you feel like you have to be there all the time, where then you're going to miss out on some other opportunities, where you got a buddy that's like, hey, man, we're going to Loggy Bayou WMA this weekend. Yeah. Going to go shoot some wood ducks. And you're like, man, that does sound fun. Yeah. But what if they limit out after I've paid all this money you and would, I haven't really seen a whole lot this year. You would hate yourself. Yes. Do you think that we, which I've only hunted public in Kansas and here, and I'm about to sneeze. well, no, uh oh, uh oh. Let me let me turn your mic off. He's about to sneeze. Sneeze. Hurry. Oh, that was weak. That was weak. Unmuted you. Uh, do you think that Louisiana has the worst public hunting situation? Of anywhere you've ever been, because you've been to you've been Michigan, Kansas, here, Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma. Um, I, I I wish we did the waterfowl thing. I wish they said like I'm, you know, um, I'm trying to think of like you know like the place in Kansas was Neosho. I wish they said it like that, like Neosho. It is currently holding five thousand mallards, two thousand pintail, five hundred this, whatever, blah 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 blah. And they're doing this and that. Like, I know that's, I know everybody listening is probably like, duh. Like, duh, you want that. But, like, if somebody else is doing it, why can't we get somebody to do it? If they're just going to tell me there's no ducks, that's fine. Tell me there's no ducks. I won't go. It would minimize the hunting pressure probably for the for the, that's for the rest of us. That's true. But, like, I, but also I'm thinking, I like it for if I'm traveling. I love it. Absolutely. But if I'm here, I don't want a whole bunch of other dudes just showing up that week. I mean, yeah, it's pros and cons. Of, it's literally that's the opposite of what mm-hmm. I just said. But, I mean, I, I understand that. But it would just still be kind of cool to figure it out and be like, yeah, we're going here. Like, let's all go there. Like, I I don't know. <clears throat> I will be- say, like, to Bodcall, that's 30, no. It's like 45 minutes. Well, how, how many acres? Is it? It's a. Oh, I thought you were going minutes. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a. I mean, it's yeah. like it's huge. Miles. Yeah. Maybe 100%. like two miles across. 10, it's huge. 15 miles 
Yeah. Up and down. You could go, I mean, there's the one road we go into to our little secret duck spot. Secret. Where you see five or six trucks in the morning that are deer hunting. Right. You might see two to three duck hunters on that specific area. Yeah. Really, there's not a whole lot of pressure there. Yeah. I mean, now now you hear them. That, that is kind of a con for the public land. Yeah. Is if somebody else is getting after them, you're sitting there going, man, we wasted our morning coming here. Also, there's not a whole lot of pressure anywhere here because we don't have a ton of ducks. That's true. You go to Monroe, Mississippi. It's yeah. going to be opening weekend. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. The next week is going to be a little bit less because people are going to strike out opening day. Yeah. They're going to go the next weekend. They're going to strike out again. And then after that, it's pretty tailored off. And they get everybody, we all go, oh, man, it's just got to get colder. Got to get that cold front coming. Yeah, that's 100% what happens. I agree. Man, but there's going to be pros and cons of everything. One thing we like to do on this show is highlight our cons for the week. Is that a, Was that a good transition? Yes. Going right into leaky waders. Do I have I have the thing here? I have the thing here. I think that was the trombone. I hope I hit the right button because we don't have headphones on. But so leaky waders, real quick. We've done this a few times. We talk about something that sucked basically in our past in our past week, and we like to laugh at ourselves about it. Or I just make fun of Jake about whatever's going on in his life that he may think is like normal. Been pretty good this week. Your week's been good for the most part. Yeah. You want me to start then? Yeah. All right. So. Uh, you know, if, if you follow Kepler Creek Outdoors on Instagram or on YouTube or on uh, TikTok, you know that I have been posting a ton, ton. And, you know, you may or may not like it. I don't know. But uh, I feel like the majority of people like it. So uh, we keep posting or whatever, trying to, trying to get our, uh, our numbers up a little bit. And so this past week, I had a brilliant idea. Bear came out with a new bow, and uh, they partnered with, oh, my gosh, blanket, the hunting public, and they come up with this new bow. It is sweet. I've had my same bow since, like, 2009. This would be a great opportunity to get a new bow. How cool would that be to have this bow, yada, yada, yada. So I videotaped myself asking my wife, how many likes would it take for me to get a new bow? And she says, I didn't tell her what to say. She says 5,000. That's a lot. It's a lot of likes. That's half our Insta- but that's half our Instagram followers. I didn't even think about it like that. I should have told her. <sighs> Anyways, my leaky waiters is, I thought I was going to hit it. Um, Bear Archery reposted it. PSE Archery reposted it. Barstool Outdoors commented they got over a million followers. Um, crap. I think like Tinks, the official like uh, doe estrus and stuff, uh, lure and scent and stuff, reposted it. Dirty Duck Coffee reposted it. I mean, tons of big big accounts reposted it. And then Little People too. We appreciate everybody. You know, smaller followings. Little People too. Little People. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, the smaller followings. And uh, I'm like stuck at 600. And what's wild is I thought like, you know, Instagram, they keep saying, like, oh, we got to get your stuff to your niche of people. Make sure you hashtag this, say this, blah, blah, blah. So I try to do all that to get to that niche. And the video's got, like, almost 10,000 views, but only, like, 600 people watched or liked it. 
what you're saying? 9,400 people watched it, and they were like, I don't want this dude to get a new bow. Haters, man. So maybe this week my leaky waiters is just in summed up as I have haters. A bunch of haters. And they are, wait for this, they are my motivators. Ooh. Made that up. Before I get to my leaky waiter. Yeah. Speaking of haters, to the dude who said I look like that white Power Ranger guy. Oh, my God. If you don't know what Jacob's talking about, Jacob. Don't look. <laughs> Jacob told a great. You do kind of look like him. I, that dude has no hairline. Uh, maybe I'm not thinking of the same guy. I'm thinking of the real white Power Ranger. Oh, no. Uh, which would be a compliment. Oh, no, yeah. That, but that guy, like, commented on, on TikTok, like, this guy, and tagged him, and I looked at it. Looks, dude's got a hairline up here. Whoa, we're not, we don't hairline shame. That's one thing <laughs> we're not going like, to do. That does not look like We it. don't hairline shame on this, on this podcast, on this show, whatever you want to call it. We don't hairline shame. That guy, that guy was, he was just a hater. He's just coming in to hate. Hey, haters are our motivators. Amen. So there we go. Uh, yeah, so that's my leaky waiter, I guess. I mean, I don't have a bad bow, so it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. What's yours? So my leaky waiter is actually going to be a throwback. Okay. So I had a great week this week. Good for you, man. I had a great week. Look. Good for you. I'm looking you. back at my blessings. Applause. I'm looking back at my blessings. Yeah. And just nothing. I also have good things happen in my life. Don't, let's not, don't clip this and send it to your wife. But look, Tyler complains about his life every week. Look at although, me. Although I, I got a t- kind of a bit of a leak, leak, leak waiter right now. My wife's out of town and I'm having to do everything by myself. That is and true. I'm realizing how much she does. I'll clip this. Don't clip it. Oh, I'm clipping it for sure. Oh, oh, don't take it out. Leave it in there for my wife. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, no, my kid is out of control. He's a great kid, but he's out of control. He's your kid. When he's by my, yeah, imagine me at four. And you're four foot tall. With having a whole lot of energy. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, my throwback leaky waiter. So I'm going to Michigan Sunday. Fly out Sunday, try to do try to create some content with it. I mean, that's not why I'm going home. I'm going home to see my parents, my brother and sisters and stuff, and uh, going fishing. Two of my best friends from high school, uh, and it got me it got me thinking of all the all the times that we would just go fishing. We're, like we didn't know what we were doing, man. I'm telling, like just high school kids, like you want to go fishing, just having a good old time. Sure, and you throw the aluminum 10 foot aluminum boat in the back of the 84 gmc and you just where are we going i don't know let's try over here so my throwback leaky waiter is we i we had a a 10 foot aluminum john boat and i'm telling you this thing was thin that thing was flexing okay three of us i already love where this is going right so uh i found a trolling motor in my dad's garage in a battery. Because who doesn't have one of those in their garage? So we, we, yeah, don't worry. We got this trolling motor. Yeah. We decided we're going to go catch smallmouth in the Battle Creek River in Battle Creek, Michigan. Okay. We get out there and we, we're, we're headed downstream because we're 16, 17 years old. We're just going to follow the current down. Use the trolling motor to get back up. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So we're 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 slaying them. I mean, it's a great day. Yeah. We're slaying them. It's getting kind of late. For some reason we had an anchor on there. The water was about a foot deep. So you could have just stepped off in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. But we had an anchor for some reason. Yeah. So we get down and and 
starting to get late, and we're like, okay, we need to hurry up. We need we need to turn around, and head back up the up the river. Say it's a river; it's more like a creek, but it is right. a river. Um, so we turn around, or I'm in the back, and I turn the trolling motor to five. We're not going anywhere, and we're probably two miles downstream, three miles downstream from the truck, and we all look at each other like. Who's going to walk it back, boys? We're going to have to walk it back. Well, what we end up doing, because there was some some deep parts and stuff, um, we ended up doing is we walked some. So at some points, I picked up the, the anchor and slung it as far as I could <laughs> and just kind of pulled us along with that oh, thing, with that trolling motor on five. Oh. We were, it took us, I remember. Seven days. Two hours. Missed school. Two hours. That sucks. To I'm get back. Constant. Hindsight, you look back at it and you go, I mean, we could have just put it on land and walked back when got the truck. Pulled it up. And yeah. Drug it to a road. Right. Yeah. Got went walk. No. We just. You don't think about slowly, that kind of stuff. You don't think about that kind of stuff when no, you're a kid. My, so our, my leaky waiter, my throwback leaky waiter is uh not thinking about the tor- the foot pounds of torque on a trolling motor before you go down. You can't expect 14, 15, oh, it 16 was like a 25, 35 foot pound torque. It was like an 85, like yeah, not gonna work. I'm just impressed your dad had it in his garage. Who has a trolling motor just, just randomly. randomly in your garage? It was one of them. You know. Well, you know what? Kudos to you for having such a good week that you had to think of something you did wrong as a teenager. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to this next week going to Michigan. Where, make sure you guys, I'm gonna start plugging it right now. Do it. Bro, I mean, yeah, let's do I mean, it. make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Next week, I'm gonna be going uh, up to Michigan, kind of a throwback trip. Uh, talk to those two guys, Nick yep. and Cody. Um, we're gonna we're actually gonna go Northern Pike fishing in the Battle Creek River, but in my hometown. So Battle Creek's not my hometown. It's a weird little river thing that we used to you know lean over in trees overhanging the river and shoot carp with bows back in the gap we're gonna go sounds up there. like you're gonna have a great time man and i'll be at work well i'm gonna be enjoying the heck out of it must be nice but make sure you guys some subscribe uh we're gonna do some I'm pike in. fishing um with them i know i'm gonna we're gonna do another bass fishing trip while i'm there and then i'll probably do some fishing uh at my parents house they own a lake house up there so um you know just off the dock Lake house. Ooh. Private. Yeah, no big deal. I had Private, to drop no that in there. Land. Yeah, what all Jacob says, subscribe, like, follow, do it all because we appreciate the support. I love when people comment. I love when people make fun of us. Yeah. I eat that up. I love that when people the make fun of us. Motivators. Haters are our motivators. And then I just I enjoy it. Like I I just freaking love it. I love when people comment, all that good stuff. It's no, a we, good time. We, I mean we got a lot of good stuff, cool stuff coming up. Uh yeah. A lot of money to be spent. A lot of money to be spent. We're trying to make more content. I mean, it's we got a good team together right That's now. That's right. There's no I in team, but there is a me. Us two and Travis, when he shows up, and yeah. Justin and Jordan, they're going to, I mean. The J-Boys. The J-Boys. They're going to be killing it. Pledges. But, yeah. So, yeah. Like, subscribe. Do it all. We'll see you guys next time.